I'm not here to poke holes in suspended disbelief. Anyway, they see some weird shit. They decide to make a baby. Thou merkin merchant. Who gives a fuck? Oh, my God. We're just going to start calling you Damien Yeltsin's cool boards. Well, you know, uh, I really like it here. Uh, it's kind of nice. And uh, it's not as cold as back home. And the soil is a lot better. So, yeah, sure. I think we're going to settle. If I'm a peasant boy who grabs a sword out of a stone. Yeah. I'm able to open people up. Well, yeah. Anytime I hit them with it, right? Yeah. So my cleave landing will make me a cavalier. Good day, sir. If Siskel thought it was empty-headed plebeian trash, he was probably <laughs> really good at groove on it. <laughs> because cannibalism and murder. Pull back just a little bit and build walls to keep out the redheads. Authorial intent doesn't exist. Some people stand up and wipe their butts. Some people stay seated and wipe their butts. Let me just... Saber that we talked about at the beginning of an episode uh, a couple of episodes ago uh, finally arrived and I got uh, got the chance to play with it uh, the other day and my wife recorded a video that may very well wind up making me lightsaber middle-aged guy if I'm really unlucky and it gets out on the internet how about you well, I'm Damien Harmony. I'm a Latin teacher up here in Northern California I will continue to teach in exile for as long as I need to uh, until the fall uh, and uh, <clears throat> I, I, I have to correct you you are going to be middle-aged lightsaber guy you go age then descriptor oh uh, okay that's how it uh, works right, yeah right. and and that's a foregone conclusion oh, uh, okay, great thank you yeah right. in news of things that have arrived my son a few weeks ago uh, saw Rita Moreno on the Muppet show from 1975 Okay. He immediately got a crush on her. Well, yeah. Yeah, but he's, I mean, he's 11, Rita and this was Mar from Reno. 1975. Yeah? Yeah. Your point? My point is I... he ended up writing her a letter. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, knowing that she's 90, he's Harold and modding it. Okay. And he wrote her a very lovely letter, and when he wrote down her address, he said, Oh, she lives in California? Yeah. We have something in common. So, <laughs> I love his thought He's so wonderful. That's awesome. Um, what arrived in the mail the other day was a letter from Rita Moreno. Nice. I called him to let him know, and you could hear the smile on his face. It Very was, cool. I cannot wait for him to see it tomorrow. So, Very cool. So, that is how we're rolling around here. So, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, do you like TV? Well, yeah, I okay. think we've established mm -hmm. uh, over the course of a hundred episodes of yeah. of this, you know, benighted project of ours that, <laughs> that yes, as a matter of fact, I do. I don't get to watch nearly as much of it as I would like to. It sounds like you have a toddler. Over the course of the last, you know, three years, oddly, <laughs> there's there's a reason why the last three years have have had much much less TV watching involved, but. Um, <laughs> That reason uh, likes dinosaurs. Yes, that reason is is a big fan of Tyrannosaurus. Um, 
And okay, I have to tell you this because you'll get. Oh sure, sure. Uh, kind of, it's definitely a segue. But uh, so in a in a Facebook conversation with with another friend of mine, uh, who also has a I think his his little boy is four. Okay. Uh, he uh, he made reference. He, he had a post about you know we we were having a conversation about you know uh, dinosaurs. You know which dinosaur would win in a fight. Uh huh. And my response was, well, okay, no, you're both wrong. Because clearly it's Ankylosaurus, because that's what's been established mm-hmm. in our household is Ankylosaurus is the winner because clubby tail. I like it. You know, I like a kid who appreciates bludgeoning. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> like you, I'm like, hey, cool, the quarter right, staff. You yeah, the, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and his response was, oh, yeah, no, see, uh, around these parts, Ankylosaurus is kind of a heel. I love it. So I you love know, it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 you know, it's dinosaurs and a heel reference, which I was like, yeah. oh, see, <laughs> We're not I got to find a way to, well, no, I, I knew face heel, oh, okay. I knew it, okay. but I knew it from TV tropes, but you've, you've given me greater depth of understanding. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, I, the first thing I thought was, I know who I need to introduce you to. <laughs> Cause I like you're, it. You're gonna appreciate that. So anyway, that's that's cool. So anyway, yeah, I like me some TV. I do too. Uh, you know, I've found that there are a number of series throughout yeah. my life that I have yeah. loved. Oh yeah. Um, and most of them I have accepted as being completed, for either good or ill. Okay. Uh, like Mash, for instance, I yes. loved Mash, and I loved its ending. Um, it was exactly what it needed to be, uh, yeah. even though the beginning was really dodgy and disjointed, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. There was too much going on. It was like they kind of needed to have filler with each character instead of a, 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 real a tidy closing. episode. Yeah. yeah. But once news came out that the war was ending in MASH, then the episode really took off. Yeah. Right? Because it was a long, it was an hour and a half episode. Um, I liked it a lot, actually. And the, the central conflict was that Hawkeye wanted to hear how much he meant to BJ. And BJ refused to acknowledge that it was all coming to an end, and it would be gone forever for the two of them um, because they lived on opposite coasts, right? Yeah. And that that conflict, that love conflict, was was tremendous, and the acting was good, the the writing was good. I liked the na- the chaotic nature of the ending too, as the war was winding down. Yeah. It felt very much like the war was ending. I thought yeah. that was a good ending as far as TV endings go. Oh yeah, no, I got to agree with. Are you. Are there any series that ended well for you? Oh, see, I I naturally just have a conflicted relationship with endings because an ending mm. could be absolutely perfect, and I'm I'm not going to like it because if it's oh. a series, if it's a series that I really loved. Uh huh. I'm going to have a very hard time letting go. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and, and a lot of the series that, that I'm a fan of never really had, like, a good this ending. is the end of the series. Oh, you know, okay. That kind, of, kind of thing, you know. Didn't um, get their finale. Yeah, you know, didn't didn't really get get a get a meaningful kind of finale. Um, you know, and, and then, you know, a lot, of, a lot of shows that, you know, everybody talks about the finale for them. You know, weren't things that I was particularly a follower of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I never, I never got into Friends. So when okay. Friends ended, that was not an event for me. Um, and I had another series in in my mind that was that was of a slightly earlier vintage. Oh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld, yeah. You know, when Seinfeld ended, I remember watching, like, making a point to watch it because sure. it was this this phenomenon. You'd started it, maybe, that, and. Well, you know, I mean, I, I watched an episode here and there. Sure. You know, um, and you know, it was 
funny, but not. I I, I was never a huge fan. Right, right. But this was going to be you know this huge you know epoch event, right. big deal at yeah. the time, and I was like, okay, well you know, just so I can have conversation with other people and not sure. you know not reveal what an antisocial bastard I am, I should probably you know do this, and I have to say that ending felt forced. Mm, yeah, like they like it didn't come to an organic end. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I I feel like like it it almost felt like it was just another episode kind in of. some ways and and yeah. then at the end they crammed a the bunch end, of stuff in the air. And yeah. then spoiler alert, they're in jail. Right. Like huh? And not only are they in jail, no. but there was a whole trial that brought out every character that they'd ever known. Yeah. Which yeah, it over felt the course of like twenty minutes. I mean, yeah. it was like, like really. Yeah, yeah, it was. See, like the next generation, I think ended similarly. Yes. Um, but yes. honestly, I called that a good ending because it was a, Star Trek: The Next Generation was a series of bottle episodes. Yeah, and it was a good episode. Really, it. Yeah, I really thought it was a good episode. It yeah. felt like just another good episode. It didn't feel very finale esque, even though the captain changed some of his behaviors and he came to play poker. It felt like, oh, maybe we might have some character development. Yeah. And then it was over. Yeah. Well, that's that's one of the limitations of a series like that where yeah. everything is a bottle episode is when there isn't a myth arc or, or an over, you know. If it yeah, you're right. I, I use, you're right. I use the phrase myth arc because you know, mm-hmm. the first, first exposure I had to that kind of trope was X-Files. Okay. Which never got. The TV series got an ending, but again... Not it what it should have been. feeling kind of tacked on and and a little and kind of forced. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, it was just it was it was a little too a little too, the ending of the TV series felt oddly tidy mm-hmm. for a show that was so amazing at okay, well we're going to answer that question, but in the process of doing that, here's five others. Right, 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 right. You know, and okay, and and here we're going to have what looks like an MOTW episode, Monster of the Week. We're going to have a Monster of the Week. And then at the very end, oh, hey, we have a stinger for you uh-huh. in the last 30 seconds that's like, oh, right. hey, Cigarette Smoking Man is back, and why is he dealing with these people now? Right, you know, right. For a show that, that like, fucked with your head uh-huh. as well as that one did, the, again, spoiler alert, the the, the bit with uh, uh, Mulder, you know, looking at the microfilm and saying, hey, do you want to know who killed Kennedy? Oh, wow. Was, was like, really? That's yeah. like you're just that feels lazy. everything. Yeah, it, it kind of was. Yeah. And and, you know, it's an interesting note that by that time, mm-hmm. the show's creator, uh, Chris Carter, mm-hmm. had, had left. Yeah, that often happens. And 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 because because he had left uh, and he'd left a while before the the series kind of kind of spun out of kilter um and like the west wing uh-huh. uh aaron sorkin wound up leaving right and the entire last i want to say season and a half sure sure was just kind of a mess um you know you another know. one that started well uh and uh ended up uh i i actually it started really really well okay really really well um and that would be heroes Oh my yes. god, it was amazing, right? Yeah, no, the first season the one. first four episodes. Oh my god. were 
absolutely. I mean, all the way down amazing to the font that they use. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, yeah, no, and there, the opening so splash many, screens. Yeah, it's yeah, so comic so, You know, so many, so, so many bits that were so great about it. Yeah. I might be one of the only like seven people in America who actually liked the later seasons. Do you think it's actually seven? Well, I I might count for I two, might but be, yeah. Well, okay, okay. okay. Here's All the right, thing: yeah. if you haven't seen it, there's a dark carnival that is amazingly fun, uh, and it felt like it was a comic book. It really did, like a '60s four color comic. Okay. Well, um, here's here's you know, the thing: don't get me wrong; they overswerved everything okay. from season two. They okay, absolutely did. Okay. It, it it everything after season one, really, and really, I can blame that on the fact that the studios. Refused to pay the writers their royalties for DVD market share. Oh, yeah. Um, some people would call that a writer's strike, and that's to blame. I think it's the studios. Yeah, well, yeah. Could have yeah. given them their pennies yeah. on the dollar. Yeah, no, Heroes really did. That, that it whole suffered period that greatly. killed. Yeah. Killed Heroes. Stone. Yes. Yeah, and, and and a bunch of other series. Like, we, we could probably have a whole yeah. and, and couple the plot, of episodes. Yeah, the plot becomes way over-convoluted yeah. for heroes. Oh, but yeah. but I do want to come back to the finale of that. It, it's a battle that involves all the heroes cooperating yeah. to defeat Samuel, who is the leader of the Dark Carnival, who's trying to bury the entire world in dirt and, I think, hate. I don't know. But it's it's awesome. <laughs> it's it's goddamn awesome. Okay, all right. It is. Metaphysical. It's fun. Okay, yeah, all right. It's fun. Um. I don't think that that finale makes up for the middle seasons. Okay, um, fair enough. But I do think it was a good finale, okay. an actually good finale. Okay. Um, nowhere near on par, and in many ways a retread of the first season. Yeah. Um, and 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 that's true. Uh, but there are others. You know, there's others where, if I could, I'd rewrite the endings. And, yeah. you know, there's some where it just didn't go far enough. Yeah. And there's others where, like, the whole last arc really needs to be reworked. Yeah. Um, and so I figured, why don't you and I today talk about TV shows and movies? Okay. Because um, I think movies absolutely could get this, too. Oh. Where... Well, there's a whole website about, you know, how it how should have ended. ended. Yeah. Well, that's you know? what we're doing today okay. is is uh, how it should have ended okay. uh, for various TV and movies. I do... I, you know, you asked me a minute ago uh-huh. about, a, about a finale mm-hmm. that, I, that I really liked. And mm-hmm. this technically isn't a finale because okay. the series didn't end. Oh. But if you... If for for the Whovians in our audience, uh-huh. um, and I'm sure somebody's going to be mad at me for this opinion because this, oh, this is the kind of thing like you didn't movies. like how the rock opera Tommy ended. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Precisely. As a yeah, Whovian, no, it was, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well done. Thank you. Well done. Um, no, this is not really... even mad. No. Not even mad. No, this is really no. a show about that dam, right? Uh, the the Whovian dam. Nice. So, because that had a good arc to it. Yeah, it did. That as did. well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So Who- it got bolder Hoovarian. and bolder as yeah. well. Oh man! Wow, <laughs> that one I'm mad about. Uh, good day, sir. Takes a lot of energy. Yeah, <sighs> generates it actually. Yeah, but, you know. Uh, so no, the British <laughs> TV series, of course, Doctor Who. Oh yes, yes. Which has been running uh, with with a rather long hiatus. Uh, in in the middle of it, but it, it started back in the 1960s. Right. It is it is the longest running science fiction TV series ever, anywhere ever. Yeah. And in New Who, which is the seasons since the hiatus was over, basically. Okay. Um, the tenth Doctor, uh, portrayed by David Tennant. Oh yeah yeah. Okay. One of the one of the conceits of the series for the like one of our listeners who doesn't understand about Doctor Who and and half of the. Okay. Oh, all right. Talkers okay. on this. Yeah. Okay. 
Like uh, I know that there's so the new who, but there's also they they also invented a chocolate drink. Yeah, you who the you who. Yeah, yeah. correct. So. Yes. So so and Horton hears. That's a whole that's, <coughs> that's a, a whole different side one. Okay. plot. Okay. That I don't yeah. even want to get into. That's that's very divisive in the community. <laughs> um and and you know we're thinking about canceling it anyway because you know Dr. Seuss and we're a bunch of you know commie liberals. So but um <laughs> to get you know topical for a second there. <laughs> So well, this is both uh, be timeless now. Yeah, they never are. Come on, <laughs> quit it with that. True, true. So, so okay. uh, David Tennant. There were yeah, David Tennant uh, is is probably my favorite actor per, to portray Doctor Who. the Doctor. Okay. Um and and you know the 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 conceit within the series mm-hmm. and they came up with this after the first two or three seasons. Uh, is uh, the doctor, of course, is an alien, mm-hmm. uh, and he regenerates. And so oh, okay. when they need when when an actor wants to move on to greener pastures, right. or you know something, or or the writing team changes, and they're like, no, we got to change something up, whatever. Mm-hmm. They write into the storyline a situation where the doctor <clears throat> suffers some you know grievous injury, injury, grievous sure. injury, and he regenerates, and we get a new actor. Okay. And so... Um, is it a gestalt kind of thing? Is it like a trill inside of a host? No. Oh, okay. No. So it's, he, it's a... It is, it is, it is, he remembers everything that happened from all of his prior... So do the ...incarnations. Trill. Okay. But he is an entirely new person. And okay. And his personality shifts. And in his, in, in, in his first episode, David uh-huh. Tennant does a really great job of portraying the, I don't know who I am yet. Oh, that's actually that's actually part of the psych out he does on the big bad villain is i don't know who i am yet okay. if i'm confronted with a big red button because there's literally a gigantic a red, red button. button that's like the doomsday device sure you know i don't know whether or not i'm gonna push it and it's this this you know and he's like bonkers and for the first 20 minutes of david Tennant's time as the doctor you're like oh god is he gonna be like this the whole time we have him? <laughs> and and then you know he he he, is it is it per season or does each person go as long as they like? It's as long as they like. Tom Baker, I think, uh, portrayed the Doctor for the longest period of time. He was also the dad on Happy Days. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Different. Different. Oh. Baker. Okay. Um. Uh, oh, it was Tom Bosley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But but uh. Yeah. And and for a lot of people, uh, Tom Baker was actually my first Doctor. Uh. He he introduced. He was the oh, wow. Doctor through whom I was I was introduced to the series. And he was amazing for a long time. He was my favorite doctor, and then David Tennant took over and he became... uh, in the new series. And I was like, "Yeah, I know this guy." Um, so anyway, mm-hmm. his Tennant's last episode mm-hmm. um, involves one of my absolute favorite supporting characters of the entire series. Okay, Wilf, who is the father of the Doctor's longtime companion Donna. Okay, it's, there's a whole lot of lore stuff. I'm, I'm hanging. Kind of, I'm yeah. kind of getting. To... And and Wilf is just this wonderfully, wonderfully decent, literally wondrous character. Like he okay. he, yeah, he yeah. has a sense of wonder. He's an old guy. He's a veteran of the Great War. Oh wow. Who, like the actor who portrays him, actually has it as a point of pride that he served in the war, he served his country, and he managed to do it without ever killing anybody. Oh neat. And there's and there's a wonderful bit of dialogue for him. I mean, I could I could nerd out about this forever. But yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. so so Wilf, Wilf is the main person. Okay. In Tennant's last few moments on the series that he's interacting with. Okay. Dope. And he has this amazingly wonderful monologue 
that culminates in I don't want to go. Oh man. And and the wonderful thing about it was it was excellently written and brilliantly acted. Uh-huh. And it managed to completely capture my own feelings about like Yeah. I don't like this is beautiful and I'm on the verge of tears and I don't want That's this good to TV. end. That's and good. And yeah, TV. it was it was absolutely amazing. Oh, wow. Um okay. so yeah, I do have that one. Okay. But so that was but it didn't satisfying to me. but saddening. Yeah, it was it was yeah. yeah. And and but it didn't occur to me at first because it's not technically a finale because the series is still ongoing and we're like three doctors farther down the line. Right. Now. Okay. Okay. But but in a way Sure. Yeah, both. yeah. It's it's the end of an an era. Yeah, I mean there was uh I don't even think I put the uh the the this T V show in there. There was one called um Being Human. It's one of my hands down favorite T V shows. Yeah, I've, the I've American seen, version. I've seen I've seen a couple of episodes. Yeah. yeah. The British version does a thing where they slowly cycle characters out and new characters in and they keep the same dynamic. Yeah. And so the ghost becomes the bridge between the two and then she fades away and another ghost has come in and there's a different werewolf and there's a different vampire and all that. All right. And uh, it, 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 clever, you know, it, it, it similar to, to what you were talking about. So like from beginning to end, you do not have any of the same characters. Oh yeah. Um, which I, th- I found interesting, you know, yeah. um, I, I, I was neither here nor there about it. I, I think I'd cut my teeth, no pun intended on the, uh, genuinely no pun intended yeah. there. I oh, cut my teeth oh, on oh, the, oh. uh, uh, on the American version uh-huh. and I really loved those relationships and they, I think they did a fantastic job. They were yeah. tackling different things. Um, but, uh, a, a similar, a similar thing. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so let me ask you this. Uh, right. do you have a show or a movie that you think should have ended differently? Yes. I actually have several of them. Okay. I do too. Um, all of mine can be summed up with, with the, the kind of theme uh-huh. of going out like a punk. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. This was fun. Well, I mean uh, the theme, no. <laughs> but I mean you know, there's a lot more to talk about. But but what ties I as as I was thinking about this, sure. What what ties all of the ones that I've been like, are you fucking kidding? Is is either the show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or or characters okay. on the show have okay. have gone out like a punk, all right. and and that when I've spent however much time a year six months being like a super fan right you know, right binging whatever if i've spent all this much time sitting in front of the set investing myself in these characters right the last thing i want to have the writers do is undercut that by with lazy writing with lazy writing yeah yeah you know or with so, un- uncreative writing like they've written themselves into a a, a, corner, a corner and yeah and they can't gotta, get out yeah, yeah yeah i will forgive that to some extent if they end it because it, to me Okay, so I don't have a theme other than I'm okay with emotionally satisfying endings that are not intellectually satisfying at all. Okay. I'm okay with that. Okay. Not my favorite, but, but I, I'm okay happy to if... close that book and I'm yeah. like, you know what? I enjoyed the journey. That's okay. fine. So, all right. All right. So do you want to list off what we have? Um, um, yeah. That, I, that can, might be I can start out by talking about okay. the, the three the three TV series that immediately uh-huh. know, jump, yeah. Let's jump hear out Let's hear when we're talking about it. Uh, the first one is Veronica Mars. Okay, I've got. I, I've got, I have. Yeah. I have shit to say. Okay. About how Veronica Mars ended. All right. Um, and then uh, Supernatural, which oh, is going to be right up the alley oh, of a number of of our listeners and yeah. several several multiple friends of the show are like, yes, yes, and I know exactly what you're going <laughs> to talk about. Yes, and then Firefly. Okay, which, so those are your which series. I which I kind of which I I kind of dragged. 
you know, yeah. uh, in, a, in a prior episode, I, but, you know, it's I, problematic, but I love it. I so, went, as far as TV shows, I went Lost. Okay. I went Luke Cage, and I went oh, Twin okay. Peaks. Oh, okay, first series or new series or the combination the of the original, the OG. Okay, the original series. I have not seen the the second one, the second, the, the redo, I the I have seen reprieve. clips of the, of the re- Yeah, re- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Lynch didn't get any less weird. Good. I don't want to say he got weirder. Right, right. But it's it's like imagine the weird that was the original one, and, and then update and then, it to now, and, and update it and introduce yeah. some additional kinks in that hose. Okay. And okay. Yeah. What movies did you pick? For this? Um, you know, really, uh, mm-hmm. I I I'm I'm torn talking about this because. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really enjoyed episode nine a lot. I have episode and, nine on mine as well. On and on an emotional level, uh-huh. on an emotional level, I, I there was an awful lot I liked about it. But there are a bunch of things that sure. stick in my teeth. Yeah, I that, okay. That undercut that experience. Okay, and then I know we can both have a conversation about episode three. That's on my list as well. And, and really for <laughs> me, cause I mean, that's, that's really the, the, those are, those are probably the two biggest ones. Okay. Like off the top of my head with movies. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, Gene Siskel used to uh, criticize Roger Ebert that, that saying that he was the uh, uh, Pillsbury Doughboy of, of movie critics. If you push the button, he giggled. <laughs> I'm kind of that way. Okay. When it comes yeah. to movies, I'm pretty forgiving. Sure um like you know what i showed up in the theater i had an excuse to drink way too much soda and and you know yeah just just be entertained it was an experience an hour and yeah. a half. it was an experience i'm fine it, okay you know i i i have to work to engage the part of my brain that like okay no right you know or or like well that's just shitty writing right like <laughs> like this is this is gonna be an ex- like episode one uh-huh um, I didn't have a problem with mid. Sorry, I didn't have a problem with midi chlorians mm-hmm. until I left the theater, <laughs> and my best friend, who was a whole bunch of us had gone in a big group sure. because, yeah. like, oh my god, new Star Wars for the first time in forever. Yeah, uh, and and he said, the mitochondria of the fucking Force. Yes, and and that that engaged the part of my brain that went. <laughs> motherfucker and and like yeah like just completely shot so much of it uh, right okay. there uh but like again if the spell had not been broken by my friend rolling a natural 20 on his dispel roll right i'd have i'd have spent days being like oh yeah no man, i love that, that awesome. sequence. No, it was, that yeah. was great yeah it yeah. was awesome you know and and you know on on as time went on of course on reflection i'd have been like yeah okay you know but yeah in the moment okay you know, I'm yeah. I'm a popcorn movie viewer. Well, so, as far as yeah. movies go, I also I also said uh, episode three and episode nine. Okay. Um, and I also added, and and I'm short on these these two movies. Uh, they can be tackled pretty in short order. Okay. Um, Titanic and Jaws. Actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> okay. And I'm dead serious. Okay. All right. Even no, though get, I'm laughing I, through I it, I get it. I yeah. get it. Yeah. I, you know, and and the thing is, um, I'm most interested in Jaws. Okay. 
but I'm also at the same time intrigued about how the fuck could Titanic end differently? Everybody fucking drowned or froze to death. Right, like, right. we we're historians. Yes, we know. Yes, like there are whole manifests. Yes, there has been so much ink spilled yes. over this. I kind of want to know. And a whole ship. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like I want to. I want to know what the what the what the hishi on that is because you, like you want me to start with it uh yeah let's okay. get this since we can tackle it quickly sure. let's get that one because yeah. that's gonna bake my noodle until yeah. we do i you know what i can do titanic and jaws we'll just go as nautical okay. as fuck all right there we and go. then we'll come back to a tv show or a movie that okay. you want right. and i think uh what'll end up happening likely yeah i would recommend that we hold off on our episodes nine and three until, until the, the second episode, episode. Okay. that right. will inevitably be inevitable yeah because, because we can never us. do anything in a bottle episode yeah, no, so all right so yes, Titanic needs a different ending. And I don't mean that it needs to not sink the ship. That's fine. Okay. That happened. Yeah. But it should We shits... can't get around that. No. No. That is the, that is the iceberg. for us Hoovians. For us Hoovians, it's a fixed point in time. There you go. Okay. There you go. You can't time travel your way around that one. Yeah. It's 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 gonna wind up on the bottom of the North Atlantic in two pieces. Right. Right. By the way. Critically Which... important point. In, importantly, also Leonard Nimoy did not know that it ended up in two pieces when he did the uh, the the documentary on it in the 1970s. Oh the, yeah, well, at that nobody, time there was the did. theory they thought yeah, yeah, they, that yeah. it feathered because, down yeah because of the class issues involved in every single one right. of the upper class survivors saying right. oh no the ship stayed whole in one piece and all of the steerage survivors going oh no right gov it broke in half like a fucking you know yeah, twig yeah and 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 the courts ignoring yes one entire group of people yes. because well you know they're gentlemen they wouldn't lie right yeah, yeah except maybe to defend a bunch of other gentlemen yeah but anyway so uh getting off my high horse that, anyway, that's so, that's yeah, fine so it needs another end uh yeah well i just want to finish up that in leonard nimoy point he is the reason that i thought ce stood for common error instead of common era <laughs> because of his, for, his because of his accent his when he yeah. did that yeah the timbre of his voice when he did that uh, documentary in the 70s yeah okay, so I can believe that yeah and so for yeah. the longest time i was like yeah common error and and i say it quick enough that nobody would catch would, that would, i was saying yeah. error not era yeah and so or was, they just think you were from missouri yeah it could be you yeah. know so but okay uh the reason why titanic needs a different ending is is quite simple it shits all over several of the officers who oh. were heroes not shitty people and it should be redone to just adjust those parts okay so many of the officers performed admirably and did their best to save lives, especially First Officer's William Murdoch. Okay? In the movie, he's accepting bribes, he shoots a passenger, and then he commits suicide. All of that's bullshit. And by the way, I will point out to you that uh, a ton of detail went into this movie because it's James fucking Cameron. Yeah, well, yeah, because he's obsessed but with But the, the ship sank almost <clears throat> in real time. From the moment that they hit the iceberg to the moment that it goes glub glub glub. Oh yeah. Oh no. There's he's... maybe a ten to fifteen minute difference, and that's it. Like. Oh yeah. No. He, he real times it. Uh, working for James Cameron is apparently one of the most stressful things you can do as an actor. In yes. Yes. Uh, like there's there's a whole. I don't remember whether they made a documentary better. If I've just heard the story so many times, I think so. But like there are trauma stories about yes. the experience of people who, who filmed the abyss like yeah. that oh was yeah yeah like a fucking nightmare yeah for everybody involved mm -hmm. yeah 
So yeah, and I I'm a firm believer that you shouldn't have to torture your way to a good performance. Yeah. So I I'm I I kind of I, I resent yeah. that. Yeah. Um. But yes. Yeah, so if if you've got a movie that pays this much attention to detail, surely you could have gotten that shit right, or at least not used that guy's name. Uh. So uh, the the movie producers ended up paying five thousand pounds to send up a set up a memorial fund and apologize to Murdoch's hometown for getting his life so wrong on the last day of his life. The other officers who performed their duty should have also been highlighted, and the movie sank the boat in nearly perfect real time, so it's not like um, you can't put some detail. And I get that you need to tell the story that's happening, but it's okay to have all of those people. You could still have Hockley be the shithead, yeah. And his manservant. And that's all that needs to be a shithead. You could have very heroic people. Yeah. Well, I th- Murdoch deserved better. Yeah. I, well, okay. Yeah. So, no, I, there I you totally, go. I totally agree with that. I yeah. think, I think, uh, Cameron was trying to make a very American point. Could be. Uh, could and, be. And in, and in doing it, cause one of the things that, that gets our hackles up mm-hmm. on, a, on a certain level, when we look at, you know, incidents in British history is, there we 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 like to think we do not have a class structure in our in our country and, yeah and so even though hockley fucking says it in the movie yeah we are royalty rose yeah 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 and 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 so like like in in great britain mm-hmm. it's gonna t- i mean even from today it's gonna take generations from now for the very overt kind of class separation yeah. in british society to get to get erased or or muddled enough for it to for it to be anything like what we think egalitarian should look like, and so I think he was editorializing. And I would say we don't get to say that. No, we don't. No, I'm, not, I'm, I'm yeah, <laughs> you no, know. I, I I am 100 yeah. percent in agreement with you. Yeah. You know, but um, yes, you're you're right. He was yeah. editorializing that. You still could have done that with the passengers and not besmirched the the, the, the officers fact, yes. who who in fact did their jobs. Yes, and, and saved sacrificed a fuck ton of lives. Saved yes, a lot of people. Yeah. So here's what I think. After after we do, and this is just organically happening okay. right now. After each one, the other person says, "Yeah, I like that ending better," or or "No, I yeah. I think it's it's not okay. worth the risk." Like so, like do you it. think that ending would have worked better? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, by far. No. I, I I think I think that whole plot line would have sure. been would have been at at least as good, probably more more uplifting. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a weird. Well, thing and to more say. tragic more, too. More tragic. It would have been know. more tragic in, yeah. in a nobler way. Yeah. And I would know. have liked that. Yeah. All right. Let's talk Jaws. Okay. And then you'll get to you pick okay. pick your show or movie okay. that's not Star Wars. All right. So Jaws. Yeah. Um. After it was determined that the tiger shark wasn't eating people. Because yeah. that's what they thought it was yeah, originally. It was tiger, yeah, originally. Since no human remains were found in the tiger shark's guts, because they caught the tiger shark, right? Yeah. The mayor should have closed the beaches for the summer, and the shark would have just gone away. <laughs> but then we don't have a nautical version of Duel. You could have had a lockdown for one season, and then they could have avoided all the rest that happened... Just you a know, little I lockdown. Feel, I don't feel like you're talking about the shark anymore. No, I, I am. It's clearly a shark. I don't think yeah. I don't think you're talking about beaches or a shark anymore. I no, I I, I think I, I think yeah, there's there, an there's something here. more. Yeah, I think I think, think there's. You think yeah. Jaws has something to teach us, dude? I think I think it does. An yeah. unseen killer we, that we can't that... we can't close the beaches because the economy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think you're alluding to something. Here. <laughs> 
I Maybe. don't think you're wrong with yeah. your argument, but well, you know what has happened to my fists? They've turned into ham. <laughs> <laughs> what is that whistling? Oh God, an anvil. Um, okay, yeah. well, so absent that happening, okay, okay, yeah. all right, which should have, but like, then it would have been a twenty-minute minute movie, yeah, yeah which yeah. which is you know like have, and we wouldn't have gotten to meet Quint, yeah, like you know, like doing the made on. the made for CBS version of uh, you know uh, Basic Instinct. You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ten 20, minutes, 20, and then 20, yeah, what are we going to do? Uh, but, uh, which, ironically, you know, I only need to watch that movie for ten <laughs> minutes when I was a kid. So, <laughs> so, anyway, absent that happening, I would have loved to have seen the aftermath. Oh, okay. The actual aftermath. What happens when Brody and Hooper get back? What happens to the mayor for his gross-ass negligence? I say you fast-forward it a year. You give us an epilogue of ten minutes, right? Okay. It's lazy, but it's going to do the the job. Um, have the mayor being unforgiven by the town. He mounts a failed campaign to be uh, the mayor of Amity again. Um, have Brody run against him. Okay. He was the sheriff. Have Hooper come back for a visit and absently mention that, you know, yeah, I spotted another great white recently elsewhere, and I'd love it if you'd come along. Have him invite him. And Brody nice. declines, wishes Hooper luck. But have the mayor's negligence during an emergency be the focus at the end. Because I think that would be a really good, good plot point. Plot point for a movie. From 1975. That, yeah. Honey baked? <laughs> <laughs> but no, as but, far as the no, epilogue goes. I, I really, I really do. I, I agree with you. I, I yeah. think, I think, um, and you know what's, what's kind of sad mm -hmm. is that of course Roy Scheider wasn't able to come back for the sequel mm -hmm. and so what we wind up getting instead is at the beginning of the second movie Rob the, Schneider Rob Jaws <laughs> the shark master <laughs> eating people <laughs> you know what I'd pay money yes I'd pay I would I would I would put greenbacks down and on a counter for a ticket. Only time I'd say that about a Rob Schneider movie. Yeah, ever, <laughs> ever. But but I would totally. I would. You, you could get five bucks of my money yeah. for that. Yes, you like, could. Not much more than that. No, but five bucks. No. Yeah. Totally. But uh, you know, we, we wind up finding out yeah. at the beginning of the of the of the sequel, right? That um, uh, Brody is dead. He had a heart attack. Yes. And it's this throwaway fucking line, which is one of the biggest criticisms of the sequel. And if I remember correctly, the mayor is still in power. Yeah. Which, like, fuck that. You know, you know. In, in all honesty, I, I thought that that was dumb and impossible. And now I'm 43. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So it was prophetic. A little bit. All right. So, bit. so you think Jaws could have been improved, or I, I, yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. No, I think I think that would have been that would have been hard to great... improve on a masterpiece. Yeah. No, it's yeah. it's an excellent it's an excellent film. Mm -hmm. Hard to improve on it. I think that would have given a better sense of closure. Yes. For the ending, I believe when you talk about an emotionally satisfying ending, I mm -hmm. think because you know the 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 ending as it is is just kind of you're done and kind of exhausted because yeah. it's been. It's been this, you know, roller coaster ride mm -hmm. for, the, for the last easily last thirty minutes yeah. of the film. Yeah. And and you get done and you're just like, Okay, I need to go take a nap mm -hmm. because I'm wrung out. And and having and a if Daniel movie... Maul would yeah. would have kind of given you a little bit of a chance to emotionally get a little bit of yeah. restoration. Well, and the movie started with such deep rich characters too. Yeah. You had that dinner scene. Yeah. For no good reason. Yeah. 
You know, you had people oh, because, going about because, their lives. Because Spielberg. Right, but you I had mean, people yeah. going about their lives. So show yeah. me people going about their lives <clears throat> after. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Bookended. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I like All right. It. Give me a TV show. Okay. So, um, because I can hear, I can mm-hmm. hear friends of the show and, and our listeners uh, champing at the bit about this. I'm going to, I'm going to start with Supernatural. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm going to start off making them really happy and then I'm going to piss them off. Okay. Um, I believe my brother said it was an appropriate ending, by the way. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I could be wrong. He doesn't <sighs> listen to the show because yeah, he's so, my brother. But... Yeah. Well, you know, so, yeah. okay. Um. So, spoiler alert mm-hmm. for you know anybody uh, not not up to date on this. Um, Dean goes out like a punk. Well, oh, okay. Say it again. Dean yeah. goes out like a punk. All right. Um, and that makes me really angry uh-huh. because um, of of the two main characters of the series, mm-hmm. Dean. Dean was identifiable. Sammy was kind of mopey and emo. And okay. I mean, I mean, you know, they're great characters. But of the two of them, Dean was the one I looked at and went, you know what? If I found out that the world was populated by, you know, vampires and, and you know, gin and werewolves and demons and shit, that's probably the way I would emotionally react. Okay. Is I'd be that guy like, no, you know what? Um, if my job is to defend people, and yes, my job is to defend people because I know this, so 308 mm-hmm. rule, I got to do it. Uh, you know what? I'm going to eat some fucking pie and you know i'm gonna i'm gonna try to try to you know have fun while at the same time tamping down my my boundless rage at you know the unfairness of the universe for doing this to people okay and so the manner of his death in the finale Uh served nothing and and i will happily if 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 your brother disagrees with me i will happily argue with him about this i want that on an episode it it served nothing except to leave a bitter taste in the mouths of fans who had been watching the show for 15 fucking years yeah it's as old as like er was oh yeah it's older than mash it's as old as gray as anatomy is Uh, yeah um it's half as old as as, Uh, i could be wrong i think it's almost as old as gray's anatomy yeah i think gray's anatomy is a year or two older well, because it started of, as Brown's Anatomy. So, yeah, no, yeah. Oh, nice, very Thank good. You. Or I thought it was Blonde's Anatomy, but okay. Um, and and so um, so so right out the gate, mm-hmm. um, the the ending just feels like a huge letdown because mm-hmm. it's it's you know he's he's one of the main dyad, and and like he dies in the middle of of a a minor fight with a bunch of vampires when you know the scale of the show had, had turned into this huge gigantic thing but my problem yeah, at least he didn't die during a like commercial true because yeah you know then you have half your dyad die ad time nice thank you nice well done not even mad on that one <laughs> um but but my problem goes way way deeper than that and okay this, and this is where i'm gonna gonna wind up getting especially especially tessa because she, <laughs> she and I, outside of the show, she and I have, have kind of had this argument. Um, I think the show was roughly three times too long. Okay, that's fair. Um, I think uh, it, it ran, again, it ran for 15 seasons. It was, it's this this juggernaut of a, of a yeah. thing. And in my opinion, it should have ended at the end of the Yellow-Eyed Demon slash Averting the Apocalypse storyline. That does seem like a natural fit of Kinda, an ending. Yeah. Doesn't it? So but, but but given my love of wanting to see Jaws close up 
Yeah. Life does go on. Obladi, Oblada, supernatural. Yes, but but okay. here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so there was there was, you know, it started out being Monster of the Week episodes mm-hmm. for the first two or three episodes, and then and then you really start seeing the beginnings mm-hmm. in the first season mm-hmm. of oh hey there's this notebook and you know their father is off hunting this thing and they're trying okay. to find their dad so they're following these breadcrumbs their dad is leaving for them mm-hmm. and and you very quickly figure out oh there's there's going to be there's going to be a myth arc here okay this okay. is going to be cool okay. and you really get into it and you find out you know their their tragic backstory is linked to it and their father has been hunting this specific entity for all this time and that winds up leading into the introduction of Castiel as a character, the angel as a character. Okay. There's, there's this, it, it gets, it gets truly mythic. It gets like, no kidding, meaningfully epic. We're not overusing the word. Mm-hmm. And then, um, they wind up averting the apocalypse. Cool. And then in the beginning of the next episode, at the beginning, very beginning of the next series, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, um, the, there's there's going to be a civil war in heaven. All the angels are now going to be fighting against each other, and the brothers get sucked into a civil war in heaven. Then in the next series, in order to solve season. the civil season, season okay, sorry, okay. I'm I lapsed into the British. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but but it, so in the, in in then in the next season after that, uh-huh. um, okay, so the civil war in heaven has been resolved. But in order to resolve that, uh, Castiel had to uh, summon Leviathan, uh, which is the granddaddy of all monsters. And, you know, the, the king of hell is is still trapped in hell. So now Leviathan is unleashed upon the world. And now we have an even bigger big bad. Okay, so I see the and problem then it, is and that then they're it, scaling up. And yes, it's, how can you go from yes, that? And, right. and I personally feel betrayed by this personally as betrayed a, by this because yeah as a wrestling because, fan i can i can yeah, i can get on with well this. yeah well it's it's a little bit it's a little bit beyond just just the i have invested so much in this and you're and you're fucking with it i went to comic-con uh-huh between i want to say seasons five and six okay so that would have been 2010 roughly okay uh oh nine okay oh nine <clears throat> and and my best friend and I went to went to Comic Con together and uh, we we went to the Supernatural panel, uh-huh. which was in the gigantic big <clears throat> hall because sure. everybody and their uncle because it was a ju- the show was huge. It, yeah, everybody wanted to be there, so we were there with you know four thousand of our closest friends and watching this panel. You know the guys up up in the front of the room. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. just like, like as tall as your thumbnail. So they had gigantic screens and you know loudspeakers and everything, so you could hear them. And uh, Kripke, the the first showrunner, the the kind of guy behind creating the series, okay, had had left at the end of the prior season, and they had new people coming in, and they specifically said, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking, yes, they said, I want to get back to shooting monsters in the face with a shotgun, okay, and I was like, oh my god, yes, let these two guys go back to being. A couple of PCs from a hunter campaign. There you go. There you go. Like, let's do that. And then the next season started up in, oh no, Leviathan. Like, see, okay, you so. You fucking lied to us. Well, he wanted to. Doesn't mean that. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, whatever. In wrestling parlance, it's the same thing. So you've got a wrestling card, right? Yeah. Your first match should not leave the fucking ring. It should be high energy. Uh-huh. It should get the crowd on their feet. It should get them going. It's first season of a thing, right? It, yeah. It, 
capture their interest or you're not gonna, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your second match builds on that. They still shouldn't leave the ring. Maybe someone goes outside the ring but gets in quickly. Third match, notice what's not happening in any of these matches yet, right? Yeah. Third match, maybe you have a disqualification. Maybe you have a count out. Fourth match, let me up. It's a let me up match. Unless you're in Puerto Rico. And then in that case, the fourth match is the main event. Um, okay. And because everybody's going to get really fucking drunk and belligerent. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. They will throw cups of urine at you filled with batteries. Like, so... So, so what we're saying is Puerto Rican professional wrestling yeah. is like Lucha Libre on hard drugs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like, yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I, I can't even compare it to Lucha Libre. But, uh, but okay, so your fourth match, okay. if, if it's an American show, yeah. um, should be a let me up match. So maybe not a gimmick match, but a comedy match, perhaps. Okay. Um, shortish. Uh, chance for people and and people know when they're wrestling you know in different matches they're like okay I'm the popcorn match that's when you go up and get popcorn you know and, and oh, that's yeah, okay oh, yeah, all right. and you know you do your job and you, you work yeah. your way up and down oh, yeah, the card yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your fifth and your sixth matches should build the intensity and and really a card should only have eight or nine matches ever Okay. your seventh match uh, should really build the intensity your eighth match needs to bring it back down Okay. so that you have somewhere to go now okay. Your, your, your final match. If there's going to be blood, you should make sure there's no blood anywhere else anywhere on the card. Else on the, okay. If your fourth match, if your final match is going to go all over the arena, everybody stays in the ring for the rest, of, so that it's special. Yeah. And in a match, even, because um, if you if you don't book it right, what'll happen is by the time you get to the main event, the audience is exhausted. Well, yeah. And in a match, uh, a well, good wrestler... all that catharsis and yeah. all that... All the, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And if you get to the main roster, uh, or if you get to uh, 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 the, the main event and, and everybody's spent, a good wrestler will slow that match down. So everybody's going to just start like being disinterested. A good wrestler will slow that match down to just like a simple headlock yeah. for like five minutes just to bore them. And reset them, and then you're bringing them lower, and then you can take them back up. And then, and then, and what you're saying is, after the apocalypse, it sounds to me like they should have gone back to living their lives. Yeah, and they should have gone back to hunting minor deities and monsters, not like because what ended up happening in the late '90s in wrestling was first match it's out of the ring, it's all over the fucking place. There's blood everywhere. Second match is a hardcore match. There's even more blood everywhere. Third match, there's a cage match. No real reason. Let's just throw them in a cage. Fourth match, bra and panties. Fifth match, you know, uh, yeah. and, and, and it just okay. like, to the point where you can't have a main event that doesn't involve somebody not getting thrown off of something really high. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, that match that I'm referring yeah. to, everybody knows, Mick yeah. Foley goes off the Hell in a Cell. That was not the main event. That fucked up the main event as a result, though. Because no one remembers that Austin and Kane were the main event. Oh, and there was a title change. Shit. The hero lost. Um, but nobody remembers Nobody it remembers. Because, yeah. Yeah. Or I don't know if the hero lost on that one, actually. he No, he didn't lose. I think he fought Kane off. Um, but uh, but nobody, nobody, nobody remembers. remembers. Yeah. Nobody remembers the match because you'd already blown your wad exactly. on, yeah, emotionally. So yeah. it sounds like Supernatural should have... Listen yeah. to old school bookers. Should have, and yeah. and you know, and and the the central I think sin mm-hmm. that it committed by doing all of that was that, um, you 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 
can't just keep going up. Right. You know, you have to come you back have down. To, you, you have to, you have to come back down. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's frankly just fucking lazy. And I, I think, I think this is an example mm-hmm. uh, of, you know, the, the way you said it back at the beginning of our conversation about mm-hmm. this, that, you know, the writers kind of painted themselves into a corner. Sure. I think mentally they could not wrap their heads around the idea of no 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 we need to bring it back in right and here's the deal we can still have really high emotional stakes Mm -hmm. without having to have it be literally the end of the world and everybody gets devoured or you know i mean the The final the final season the final season is they literally wind up killing god like it's, I can't even get into it. Like, okay, yeah. Yeah. there's, there's characters. And the thing is, and the shame of it is, yeah. the shame of it is that over those 10 seasons that, mm-hmm. that I am kind of saying shouldn't have happened. Sure. There are these incredibly great moments. There are these episodes that are absolutely yeah. fucking brilliant. Yes. There are characters that get introduced. There's like Supernet. there, Warhammer 40K mm-hmm. has incestuous tangled complicated fucking lore Mm -hmm. supernatural comes really close like (laughs) i i can't begin to express just how like yeah oh i'll get into one that does a similar thing it is it is just there is so much going on Mm -hmm. and there are so many characters and the the depth of the world that they wound up creating was so amazing and it's like could you not have found a way to do that Mm mm-hmm Without having to have it be the apocalypse of the month. Yeah, because then all apocalypses are <clears throat> because it's like lighter. why do I why do I care now? Right. Like I care about these two dudes. Right. I care about Dean's, you know, hetero life mate, maybe not so hetero life mate, Castiel. Mm-hmm. You know, I care about uh Crowley. I care sure. about you know, these there are these characters that I'm like deeply invested in. Okay. But, like your overarching myth arc is fucking boring. Right. Because okay. we've seen it before. Yeah. And then, and then, in the final episode, mm-hmm. to have them do all of that, mm-hmm. and then after 15 years of all of that, right, to then choose to have it be, and, you know, because this is a dangerous lifestyle, and this is the way it was always going to end, Dean winds up dying in a pointless fight against a bunch of vampires, and with his dying breath... Uh, tells Sammy to, you know, go off, live your life, you know, get out of here. Get out of this life. You know, get out of this life, be happy. And then we see Sam as an older man, like, you know, with a, with a wife and a kid. And I'm like, That's... if you wanted to do that at the yeah. end of season five. Okay. You could have done that at the end of season five. Like, we've averted the apocalypse. And, and you know, but now mm-hmm. I've got 15 years invested in all this. And now you're going to do them like a punk. And I don't think it would have been good even at the end of season five. See, I... I think you could have gotten away with it. Mm -hmm. I think it wouldn't have been as egregious. But I still don't think it would have been good. As it was, I think it was worse. Because at the end of all of that... um, No, no, no. You've you've had them literally rewrite the universe Mm -hmm. or their rewriting of the universe adjacent Uh essentially and and so no no you have to give them a happy ending okay like to me at that point okay narratively 
oh and and you know and, and he gets killed in this in this pointless way is that's that's like lazy writing on top of lazy writing it's like well you know and now we got to do this thing narratively because this is what we got to do to you know not have it just be and they all lived happily ever after we got to kill somebody no find another way to do that and i don't okay. have i don't have an alternative ah, okay. to it um because by by this time i i wasn't even following the series but i i feel strongly about this because i loved the show as much as i did right um and and so i heard about how it ended and, and i mean i hadn't watched it in at least six years but sure. you know it still made me angry because like the fuck you know okay you know i i, I, I have i have thoughts here okay um one and i've never seen a single episode okay of this show okay it doesn't sound that different than how the ending of jason the argonauts goes okay he dies getting squashed by his boat yes this is true he has outlived his purpose yes and and there's there's that exhaustion it also reminds me of uh general Patton. Yeah. Getting hit by a car. Like, yeah, of well, all the dumb fucking yeah, ways to die. Yeah, involved in a car wreck, yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, but, uh... And bled out. Yeah. That's so, the worst part of it, if they if, if he'd gotten medical attention sooner. Yeah, well, it was 1945. Yeah, no, I know, I, I know, but... But I, I think that... I See, I don't mind a person in a dangerous lifestyle dying in a very... Oh, he shouldn't have lost that fight kind of way. I think that that actually underscores and reminds us of oh the shit they were doing was dangerous as fuck and one little accident could could misstep um i'm cool with that now never having seen it right um however i have a compromise between me being cool with that and you being angry at that he lives to a ripe old age and then dies repairing his roof yeah i'd have been fine with that yeah that that would have worked okay you know um you know because because that Mm -hmm. would have that would have essentially been a happy ending, mm-hmm. and it and it still, and still would a have, pointless death. And it still would have been, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, he got he got to have a long life. Okay, he got to do whatever he did, and you know, he's mortal. Yeah, and there you go. Yeah, I would have. Sometimes been, bad things been, happen. Yeah, sometimes you just like your numbers up, and mm-hmm. that's all there is to it. And and actually, mm-hmm. there could have been meaning in the fact that he died in such a random. You know, mundane. W- mundane kind of way in Especially that. Especially in a show called Supernatural. Yeah, one. And <laughs> two, they're, they're wound up becoming kind of an overarching kind of sub-theme of, of the series that, like, supernatural forces were at work manipulating fucking everything. Oh, uh, okay. And yeah. if he died in a no-kidding, completely random way, mm-hmm. he kind of wins. Oh, uh, okay. So, so so there's your ending that you want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that, that works for me yeah um yeah i've never seen it uh my brother said that uh that if i recall correctly um he said that 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 ended in a way that was satisfying to him okay well you know it worked and you know power to him i'm i'm you know i I don't i don't mean to tell anybody they're having fun the wrong way uh (laughs) no you can have your opinion though the whole point of this show is is to do that all right so i'm gonna hit you it sounds like you hit me with one that was was that your favorite of no. the ones oh okay so no. i'm gonna save my favorite as well okay um so i think i got I that will... one out of the way because i know sure. the moment i mentioned it there were people like yes yes do that one so all right there you go i think i'm gonna hit you with a short one and then a longer one and that might be time for us we'll see okay we'll see so first one luke cage 
Okay. All right. My favorite of all the Marvel series that was on Netflix. Okay. Uh, holy shit, this one was Oh, good. it was amazing. Like, I, I accept that the opening uh, episodes and the characterization of Matt Murdock for Daredevil was better. I accept that um, was, was, over, was overall better as that thing. Okay. I accept that the first season of Jessica Jones was far superior to all the others. Okay. However, Luke Cage consistently was a close second to everything. And it therefore okay. was it was the, the by, Abraham by Lincoln rank, of them all. By, yes. by you know ranked position voting and exactly. wins because it was always number two. It okay. was so fucking good too. And it and it wasn't what I think was the best first season. Like I said, it was that was Jessica Jones, but Jesus Christ, Jessica Jones was traumatic as fuck. So, like, I deeply, deeply, I can't rewatch that one. You know, even though there's such amazing scenes in it, and and David Tennant, by the way, yes, absolutely, who who plays a remarkably good villain. Yes, like as as the Purple Man Kilgrave. Yeah, Um, but Luke Cage balanced it so well as as a series balanced everything so well for two seasons. I had no problem with their reimagining the rather problematic villains from the comics. Yeah. Oh my oh. god, I I love these updates cuz they actually work and they're yeah. not racist as fuck. And at that time, they were still progressive for that time. For that era. So, but um, it's nice to see them being yes. updated in a way that you don't yes. have to add that asterisk. It, right. It was yeah. white dudes writing what they thought black people were. Yeah. Um instead of like hiring black writers. But yeah. okay. It was excellent all the way, except for the last 15 minutes. And maybe this kind of gets at what you talk about, going out like a punk. The last 15 minutes of the last episode of the entire series fucking ruined it. It it ruined that episode. It kind of lightweight ruined the entire series for me, and here's why. Having Luke Cage take over the club and hint very strongly at him now being the Leviathan of Harlem that weakened every bit of growth and stubbornness that he had had. All the moral uprightness, the I just want to sweep up this floor, all that whole growth gone because he has now become his environment instead of a beacon in his environment. Instead of a beacon for most of the people in his environment who are being oppressed by a a powerful few in his environment, he now has been like, well, I literally have to be the Leviathan, the Thomas Hobbes Leviathan. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that one bit. Instead, here's my ending. They offer him the power position and he refuses it. Have him straight up walk away. He's always wanted to be his own <clears> man <throat> anyway. He has always been a reluctant protector of Harlem. Have him keep doing that. From Pop's shop even. The power vacuum that that stance would create would serve to frustrate him. It would serve to have people think of him as a villain because he should have stepped up. And it would bring in another villain or two to fight. And he would keep his moral center. And ultimately, he'd have to walk a finer line of doing good and being good. Yeah. Because he took the, the he took over to do good. He legit was like, shit, this is the only solution open to me. I think that that is a broken, broken solution. Um, and, it's a Hobbesian solution. Yeah, it is. As you, as you say. Exactly. Yeah. And I would much rather have him go Emmanuel Kant on it. Um, and, and I think that they even bring it up in 
it wasn't maybe no it was the second season of jessica jones he mm-hmm. shows up and she tells him you know like watch out for yourself there you know look out what what you're becoming and he's you know he kind of has a fatalistic attitude toward it and i really don't like that and here's why I don't I especially think it's true to him in the comics no it's not he's not he's he's not a the character is right. not a fatalist right like we spent a whole bunch of time when we talked about <laughs> civil war we spent yes. a bunch of time talking about luke cage yep and and that that's not that character no that's that is that is not a true to the source material interpretation right and here's the part that really bothers me anytime you do a turn like that you would better have a third season in the fucking can because if your season gets canceled you've ruined that character forever in that series and that's precisely what happened what happened yeah that's okay. precisely what happened and okay. and so i in as much as i resent when people fuck with fiction i resent what they did to luke cage so okay. I think having him refuse and walk away and continue to be a reluctant hero with new wrinkles and have a power vacuum. All that. He yeah. caused, and yet he, if he steps into it, he becomes the thing he's fighting. Yeah. I think having him stay on the outside of that is, is much better. He chooses to step away from the abyss rather than continue staring into it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I, I agree with you. Okay. I like that. I like that concept a lot. I okay. think that would be, that would, that would leave more... That would leave more narrative room, mm-hmm. just just in general too. Yeah. Because once once he's in that position, as that power player, mm-hmm. that constrains what you as the writer can do with it. Exactly. And you know, there's a reason there's a whole genre of lone swordsman stories mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you can put a lone swordsman anywhere. Right. And and like okay, we know who this guy is. We know his motivations. Yeah. Plop here he is. Let's let's you know run it. Whereas somebody who is at the top of a hierarchy like that, mm-hmm. at, there's so much inertia tugging. Yeah. At anything they're going to try to do, that it's really hard to be. They become agile. a small rudder on the back yeah. of a big ship. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I agree with so. You and and he adopted Harlem as his home. He wasn't yeah. from it, right? And yeah. that was established in the first season. He adopted it, so him being the leader of it, he is still an outsider. And yeah. and I, I have a problem with that. See, he can be an outsider protector more reasonably than he can be an outsider uh, ruler. ruler. So Yeah. No. All right, so that makes the, sense to me. I think I think your I think your your solution is a far better one. Thank you. All right, so the the last one, the one we're going to end with this time, and then we'll get into both of our favorites. Yeah. And then we'll both get into the Star Warses. Yeah. Um, I'm going to end with Twin Peaks. Okay. God, I love this show. I loved this show. Uh, Just so good a show. Um, I don't think there's ever been a show that has at once captivated and traumatized my psyche <laughs> to the level that this show did. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good yeah, yeah encapsulation. Now, now there. in okay. fairness, you were probably in college when it came out. I was in middle school. <laughs> Just the disrespect. <laughs> Sorry, you are the my elder. Incredible disrespect. Yeah. Yep, three years. <laughs> jackass okay but that three years three is years. important as far it as this is, show goes. well yeah yeah, yeah y- yes okay <laughs> not gonna not gonna lie there yeah but you know but yeah okay so you. Twin- wow <laughs> twin peaks was a short-lived bizarre lynchian exploration of the gross underbelly of a smallish town yeah and by smallish it had 52,000 50 51,201 
Uh, it's yeah. it shows it right there on the front of, yeah. of each episode, yeah, yeah. Um, which was roughly the size of Walnut Creek when we moved to Walnut Creek and we're watching it. It's a little weird. So so I can see I can already see some residences for you. Yeah, going on there. All um, right. so it centers around the more the murder of Laura Palmer. By the way, yeah. this is streaming on Netflix. Y'all should watch it. Yeah, it centers around the murder of Laura Palmer with a bizarre FBI agent coming in to solve the case because they had crossed state lines. Yeah. Uh, the whole town is filled with bizarre people. Each one appears to have their own bizarre sub-stories. Yeah. They solved the murder, I think, midway through the second season. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I though the first so, season yeah. was actually a, a truncated season. It was only like eight episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and frankly, it should have ended. It should have ended there. That was the reason for its start. But to get there, a whole bunch of other plot points should have tidied up, too. They, yeah. they could have done that. Some sort of resolution for all the different characters going through the stuff that they were going through. Yeah. Instead, the sh- so I think that that's what should have happened. But instead, the, shoe, show, the show shoehorned in more and more reasons to keep Cooper in Twin Peaks. He solves the murder, and then he's like, well, I really like this town. I'm going to keep whittling. I'm going to trade in my suit for flannel and a weird vest. Um, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And then, and then, and then like it, it just plot after plot. Yeah. Now in fairness, David Duchovny does show up, uh, in, in drag and that's cool. Um, but <laughs> yeah, to each their own, I suppose. <laughs> uh, this show famously ends with Cooper's doppelganger having gotten out into the world and thus the darkness from the black lodge seems to have won. And the town of Twin Peaks still has the evil in the woods to deal with. So given that, they shoehorned a bunch of reasons in. End it a different way from what I just suggested. Okay? okay. You've already shoehorned reasons to keep him? Yeah. Fine. You didn't end it with the way it should have ended. Here's another option. Okay? Cooper starts off in the pilot mentioning the killing of another gal, Teresa Banks. And he, it, she is diagonally away from Twin Peaks at the other end of the state. So he's in the up, upper northeastern corner. She's in the southwestern corner. Like, that's in the uh, pilot it, when he talks okay. to the city council, uh, to the city gathering. Um, so given, uh, given that, okay, uh, have all the shoehorned reasons add up to the Black Lodge having selected him years ago and having him cursed to stay in Twin Peaks forever. Make it an actual curse. And every time he thinks he's got no more reason to stay, another one pops up. They fucking did that anyway. Have the series end with him having escaped the Black Lodge, just as it happened. But instead of the doppelgangers freaking my 12-year-old and frankly 43-year-old selves the fuck out, have him him meet Harry downstairs for one more cup of coffee and a piece of cherry pie. And as he's walking out to his car, have it blow up, giving him another mystery to solve. Make the series about a minor mystery and a major mystery per season for about four more seasons until he finally realizes that the Bookhouse Boys are actually the agents of the Black Lodge and that Harry and company have been keeping him here to keep their town from being overwhelmed by the darkness of the Black Lodge because he is the light that they need and they are trapping him there to keep the the darkness back. So instead of inviting him to be a Bookhouse Boy, they forcibly and surreptitiously recruit him and really, the evil underbelly is all the people that are have been his allies and helping him this whole time, because the greater good for the you know the have that happen instead of 
you know, the the yeah. guy who kills people and puts them in chess pieces. <laughs> Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah. Wyndham Earl. Like, yeah, like yeah. seriously, <laughs> like, oh, and I love that character. Yeah. But come on. Come the <laughs> yeah. fuck on. But that's what I would want to see. I want him to to win but still lose. Yeah. Have him be cursed. Have him stuck there for the rest of his life and have him realize it. Nice. And still yeah. not be able to get out. That I think yeah. would be better than the doppelganger get out. And frankly, yeah. since you're putting all this shit in, it allows all these other characters to develop. Dick from Sporting Goods, yeah. uh, who is Lucy's paramour, uh, who's just bizarre. Um, but, but have all these characters, um, and that's fine, but, uh, but, you know, you've solved one thing, solve another thing, solve another thing, solve yeah. another thing, and then you realize you're trapped. Okay. Yeah. So. I like it, uh, yeah. to, to the extent that I know how the original series originally went. Um, I think you're right. I think, I, I think Lynch Lynch really just digs the idea of being dark and creepy for the sake of being dark and creepy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's his aesthetic for, that's for some, for some, well, but you know what, what you're saying about, you know, the, the doppelganger and everything. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that's not just an aesthetic choice. That's a, that's a, I think he grooves on the idea of, of, you know, mm-hmm. evil being, you know the the titan worm right know, kind of right wing, you know uh the nihilism kind of involved in that mm-hmm. seems to be you know part of that and i'm just not a fan of nihilism so i i kind of mm-hmm. I, I like your i like your your take on it better for sure Thank yeah you. all right yeah so um have you found any themes in the shit that i've said um because yours is clearly not, you don't like people going out like a punk yeah, yeah. uh not not in the same way okay no i think i think uh your your choices are very much uh more rooted just in in again as you pointed out you know emotional satisfaction and and you know narrative you know what what makes for a more more satisfying emotionally satisfying kind of conclusion Mm mm-hmm uh, which I mean is what we're both looking for, but you know all of mine are are centered around basically a pet peeve, yeah. <laughs> uh, you yeah. know, and 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 yours genuinely I, I think are 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 more more meta, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think I think would be would be a way to a way to say it more um, of an overarching theme, kind of yeah. yeah, and and I think um, I think that's definitely definitely meaningful i you know i i think i think um paying attention to the the ending of anything mm-hmm. is really like anybody who writes anything will tell you that's the hardest part yeah uh monty python very famously you know if you watch monty python's flying <laughs> circus um you know yeah. the police come in and shout right right you're all under arrest it just got silly Right, right. You know, uh, no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. You know, yeah. they, like, you know, have somebody kick in the door. You know, it was like a Dashiell Hammett novel, but with, mm-hmm. with rubber chickens instead of guns. Have somebody, you know, break mm-hmm. in, break down the door and randomly spout something. You know, uh, my brain hurts, you know. Right, right. Because they admit 
freely with you if you in if you interview any of the surviving pythons they'll yeah. say oh yeah no we couldn't figure out endings to save our lives we you know we'd, we'd get to a point and just be like all right well and then it ends which on the one hand is great because that gave graham chapman the op- not graham chapman um john cleese no Eric the, Amer- the, the american uh the one who did the animations uh um, oh oh terry uh, terry gilliam there you go the, the one who then also became a huge you know film director yeah uh, it gave Terry Gilliam the opportunity to do all that amazing stop motion animation because, like, well, you know, we need something to take up three minutes. Okay, uh, you know, have Terry, you know, drink five pints and, right, and, and come then... up and come up with, you know, a cartoon, um, which you know we all win, but it's it's rooted in they couldn't figure out how to end anything, right? And and I think mine, the ones that I've chosen so far, to me, come across as we we couldn't come up with an ending and so we cheaped out yeah yours are this is an ending mm-hmm. they definitely put work into this ending yeah i think they could have done better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i and i think that's that's the the difference is I, th- I think for me i'm i'm left with a sense of you didn't fucking end it like you yeah. you you chickened out and you couldn't commit yeah yeah so that works what do you think? What what is your takeaway uh, so far? I think it's interesting you you spend so much um, energy and time on the mythic aspect of it, and you're also thoroughly dissatisfied with the intensely mythic ending that Supernatural had. Yeah, because that is mythology. That is you you have finished the important thing. Now you can now you can rest, Tony. Yeah. Now you can die. Yeah. You know, and and just because Dean goes out fighting a low-level kobold, <laughs> um uh, it is yeah. a dangerous world he lives in, you yeah. know, and and yeah. so and I personally I like the idea of of him telling his brother get out of this life. Yeah. Now, I have no connection to these characters whatsoever, so maybe I would feel differently having watched it for 15 years, but I you know, I, I like the idea of a mundane death after. Um, I, I think your problem was in many ways more with the fact that they had no way to come down from what they had done. Yeah. Um, and I that's th- entirely in, in valid. End, in the end, yeah. I think I think that's that's really my biggest my yeah. biggest peeve. Yeah. Is, yeah. So it's not so much the ending because you even said you could have put that ending five, you know, ten years earlier, and it yeah. would have been more appropriate. Um, but I also think that, you know, you, you could, you could split the difference there. Uh, so, but I, I do think it's interesting that, um, you find myths so alluring and so dissatisfying all at once because most myths are very poorly written endings. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Cause it's about the journey. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And in fact, what Jason is one of the very few people who actually lives past what the he does. Of yeah. The story. Yeah. No, it's true. You know? So it's true. But yeah. Yeah. Are you reading anything? Um, not at the moment. Okay. Because uh, uh, you and producer George gave me an Xbox, so <laughs> that's true. Uh, I'm busy trying to learn how to pilot an X-wing. Ah, with nice. With a lot of my spare time. Nice. Right now. Are you enjoying that? Um, I am. Good. It is. It is definitely a learning curve. I actually found out. Uh, my my folks are visiting uh, mm-hmm. this weekend, and I found out from my father that what I thought was just a bizarre control scheme in, uh-huh. in, in, in the way you, you try to pilot anything in, in squadrons mm-hmm. on the Xbox. 
uh, is actually the exact same way that you would pilot a remote control airplane. Oh, no kidding. That whole weird, you yeah. know, uh, uh, yaw is on the left stick yeah. and, and pitch and roll are on the right. Yeah. And then the throttle going up and down is on is on the same stick as, as yaw. Right. To me, seems completely counterintuitive oh, you know, from having played on the computer, played, you know, sure, sure. versus TIE Fighter. And I, I described that and my dad said, oh, yeah, no, that's, that's exactly like, you know, remote control aircraft. I was like... Oh, oh cool. so that's where they got it. Okay, well, I'm just going to have to suck it up and learn how to do it then. You, you can know. reprogram your sticks, you know. Yeah, I know, but I don't know what a better uh, formation, would, formation be. would be. Sure. Like, I've thought about putting pitch and yaw on uh-huh. the right stick and then roll on the left with uh-huh. throttle. But I I am afraid to switch it and, and see how bad... Now that I've started learning how to do it this way... Sure, sure. Just seeing how completely, you know, ass over tea kettle I wind up being, oh. you know, changing the... the... I'll, I'll go you one better. Okay. I, I'm left-handed when it comes to buttons, <laughs> but not when it comes to sticks. Oh, you're fucked. I'm so thoroughly fucked. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm like, so when it comes to rifles... Yeah. I'm, I'm right-eyed left-handed. Okay, yeah. Yeah, cross-dominant, right? Yeah, yeah. That shit's hard with yeah, a, no, shooting my, a rifle. My, my, friend, my friend Sean is, has the same problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it is a problem, right? Yeah, well, oh, yeah. And now, yeah. put that on controllers, it oh, you're sucks. Yeah, yeah no. you know, I... I yeah. Well, we we will play some Nazi zombies, perhaps. Yeah. And uh, you will see that I can I can throw a grenade perfectly. <laughs> perfectly. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, well, I, I... Yeah, I just finished watching Troy Fall of a City again. Okay. Oh my God! I it got panned. I think it's amazing. Um, okay. You you remember my discussion of Batman fighting Bane? Yeah. Uh, Achilles fighting uh, or Hector fighting Achilles. Yeah. I need to keep that in the right order. Um, uh, is is very similar thematically. Okay. It's an outsider who is way too dominant coming and taking out the defender of a city. Okay. The soundtrack is silent. Okay. Except for the brutality of the fight. Okay. And it ends yeah. with both both heroes getting defeated. Okay. You know. Yeah. Uh but it's so good. If you have not watched it, go watch it. It's okay. 9 episodes. It's fantastic. Um what I always get a kick out of is the low scale of it all. Okay. Uh like the, you know, and and it makes sense actually in that era, like amazing walls would just be like probably three layers of rock. Yeah. Only 9 feet high. You know, yeah. like, and, and that's the thing is like, when I think of the walls of Troy, I think they're like 20, oh, no, 30 think, feet high. You think, and, of, you think of, you know, three stories. And, you know what and, I think of, honestly, I, I think of, I think of the, uh, the Ottoman Empire's uh, walls yes. over uh, around Istanbul. Yeah. You know, or I think of uh, the Ottoman Empire's attack on Constantinople in 1493. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. Uh, the, the work and the detail that went into it and the characterizations and i mean they do such a good job with the women of troy mm-hmm. uh with hecuba and with uh andromache yes. and and how they treat paris's uh dalliances and how they treat um helen um i i love it so uh as far as a series goes i would recommend watching that as far as a book goes i mm-hmm. would recommend Reading the Odyssey, translated by Emily Wilson. Her specific translation. Oh. Yeah, you've heard of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have, and I'm trying to remember the details off the top of my head. Basically, it's a woman translating it for yeah. once. So, 
she doesn't use words like slutty to define to describe women in her translations and her translation i mean she's a really good translator too mm-hmm. and she goes back and she's like well you know tonally this word actually means probably closer to this and on and on and on and so she's a very different nuanced uh translation okay so i would recommend reading that um okay. i cannot speak to a good version of the iliad yet um okay. but i'm going to do a little bit more research and probably uh come up with something okay. for that so okay. all right all right so uh where can people find you on social medias people can find me on social medias at eh blaylock on twitter and you can find me on instagram and tiktok as mr blaylock and you can find both of us if you want to holler at the two of us mm-hmm. about something uh, or suggest an idea for a show or mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. out something that we've missed in our analysis because oh, yeah. we're inherently, you know, unavoidably American. Um, as we've been reminded as recently. As we have been reminded recently. And thank uh, you for to that. great effect. And thank you for that. Uh, we collectively can be uh, found on Twitter at Geek History Time. Mm-hmm. And now if they want to talk to you about Titanic being the greatest work of cinema in Western history, you heathen, uh, where can they do that? Uh, you can find me at Duh Harmony on the Twitter and the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's where you can find me to yell at me. Uh, as far as other things go, you can find me every Tuesday night uh, at uh, Geek History. No. That drops every Friday. It does. Uh, no, uh, you can find me every Tuesday night uh, at Capital Punishment on twitch.tv forward slash Capital Puns. Um, I also have another show uh, that I do on the YouTubes now with Ian McDonald, uh, uh, who is my partner. We talk about the the mobile game uh, Marvel Strike Force. Okay. And it is a lot of fun. And he and I put together a really good tutorial for early people. Um, and uh, we we discuss different reactions and stuff like that. Okay. And I think it dropped either today, as of this recording, or it'll be dropping tomorrow. Okay. But as, by the time this recording releases, there are at least four episodes that are up okay. um, uh, that that you should go check out. And you can find those at Excelsior Gaming. Um, we're the one that says ninety nine problems, but a stitcher ain't one. Okay. So that's that's where you can find me. Uh, other than that, all the shows that I've got going on, they're probably already happened by the time this releases. Probably. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, all right. Well, for a geek history of time, I'm Damien Harmony, and I'm Ed Blaylock. And until next time, keep rolling twenties. <laughs>